Hi, I'm Brandon. And I'm Megan. For years, we were stuck in a rut, always complaining that nothing ever changed for us. And then we realized, if we wanted to improve our lives, we had to put in the work. Each week on this podcast, we'll get into an aspect of personal growth, relationships, or just life. Through our own experiences and guest interviews, we hope to inspire you to make your own positive changes. Welcome Welcome to to the the Fools in Love Podcast. Podcast. Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode. And can you believe it, Meg? 2020. Freaking 2020 is almost over. The year that never would end is finally actually coming to an end. I know. It's like the longest and worst year for so many people and for so many reasons. And it just got me reflecting on it, just thinking through all the different crazy stuff that has been going on. Uh, I actually saw the Holderness family had like one of their things and they were comparing like 2020 to 2021, like what it's going to be like. And they were talking, basically the year 2021 was talking to 2020, like you took everything. How could you do that? (laughs) Love it. Yeah. I mean, you know, never say never, but dang, this was a, this was a tough one. I don't know if 2021 can top this, but only time will tell. Right. And I know it threw us personally for a loop and it felt like just so many times we really struggled to get traction. Like I know initially, and I'm sure a lot of y'all felt the same way. We were just kind of like, okay, what the heck is this? How long is this going to go on? You know, who who really knows? And then as it progressed, you're like, okay, I guess this is reality. And so we kept trying different things. We were trying to do different things, but in a lot of ways, it felt like us personally, even we're just kind of waffling, like not really knowing what to do. Yeah. Well, the funny thing is like it started off, I think for a lot of people, it was like such a stellar year. It was like January hit and everyone's like, yes, let's get this 2020 down. Like, let's rip this apart. Let it, let's take names. And then like March came and everything's like, just kidding. Like everyone's first quarter, like took a dump. Right. Yeah. And I was thinking about that thing. Like you said, like we went to a conference in November of 2019 and it was like, everyone's talking about the 2020 vision. And I even laughed to myself because we had an episode just like how to plan for 2020 and having that 2020 vision and making your plan right. Little did we know that like there was going to be some kinks in that plan very quickly. Which is exactly what we're talking about today. How to plan in uncertain times. Right. And so as we look ahead to 2021, I I was thinking about it and I'm like, you know, we still need to plan for 2021. I get no one wants to think about that. They're just like, let's just get there. We just want to get to 2021. Let's just, if we can just get there, uh, you know, everything will be fixed. And that's like, I know a lot of us don't believe that, but that's like kind of how I hear people talking. And when I talk to a lot of y'all, I've even thought it myself. I'm like, once it gets to 2021, we can start, oh, we can start healing. We can start getting, you know, like whatever it is, fill in the blank. We can do that. And I think a lot of people are saying, well, you know, we just get to 2021 and then we'll worry about it then. And much like in tw- coming into 2020, we'd caution you to make sure that you're planning because if you don't plan, it's just not going to happen. Because to me, and I was telling Meg this earlier, but like, what do you think is going to happen at 1201 at the end of the year? I mean, do you really look different? Think about the challenges. Think about the concerns you have. Think about the things that are happening in your life. Do any of those really change because the calendar shifts over to January in 2021? Yeah, no, not 
Not exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Because ultimately, it's just a date on the calendar. And we know for a lot of you that the answer, of course, is no. But I'm going to be real. And thinking about this episode, I started to kind of do a little research. and, And I legit saw articles as I was looking up, you know, like, for us personally, even, and just thinking about this, like planning for 2021, I legit saw articles that were like, you shouldn't really be planning for 2021 because 2021 could still be messed up. You really shouldn't be planning for it, but instead you should really be planning for 2022. I don't know about you, but I'm not willing to lose a whole year and just like sit back on my goals and my life's mission just because, you know, COVID. Right. I mean, we have just way too much coming up that we're so excited about. We have a lot of big things happening in 2021. And I just refuse to put myself on autopilot or cruise control. Hey, let's just call 2021 a mulligan and let's just try again <laughs> in 2022. And I and I honestly hope y'all are not feeling that same way and are not buying into that idea because that's just like a very, very bad place to be. That's like literally throwing out 365 days of our limited time that we have on this earth to be talking about just throwing that year out. And I hope y'all aren't feeling the same way. Now, like I said, and like we were just talking about, we do need to be realistic that once it hits 2021, there are still going to be challenges that we're going to face. And so we want to talk through some, some ways, tips, tricks, things that you can really plan for 2021 or really any uncertain time because... This will not be the only uncertain time in your life. So then what do we do moving forward? Amen, brother. All right. So one thing that I think is super important is to really look at and focus on what you can control. And I think that's really powerful because it gives you a sense of normalcy. It gives you a sense of peace. It gives you a sense of well control about you know the very little that you have a say in. And I think that when you have the ability to to understand and control one thing or a few things, then it makes everything else that feels out of your orbit, out of control, feel just a little bit easier to swallow. Yeah, that's right. Because I mean, you think about it. I think about a lot of the stresses I've had this year and and it's all things that I simply can't control. I mean, they're, they're things that I'm not saying you shouldn't know about them. I'm not saying you might, you know, think about them, but there are a lot of things that you just, you simply have no control over. Like you have no control over or COVID. You have no control over the economy and everyone's stressing about the economy. You have no control over the election. Like there's so many things that I stressed about, like racial tensions, like things that you like, you can't control that whole situation. The only thing you really can do is show up this, the, the way that you're showing up. And I would argue that the single most important thing you can control is your mindset and just how you show up to take on every day. Yeah. Well, you can't control all those major, major issues that we've been seeing this year and in the past several years, what you can always control is yourself. You do have control over yourself, even when things around you are just totally spinning out of out of control for you. Right. And I know a lot of us, just being frank, have played the victim this year. Like, oh, woe is me. You know, this this is hard. And, I, and I'm not taking it away. I, I understand people have lost lives. I understand people have lost jobs. I understand all those things. But if you're playing the victim, you're never going to get ahead. You're like you're just it's you're never going to get to a place where you're going to be achieving your goals if you're constantly pointing at someone else, some event, some thing that's bringing you down. But you can control how you show up every day. And I know people don't want to hear that because it's much easier to point the finger at someone else. It's much easier to say, "Well, COVID. 
we me and Mag joke all the time. It's its own adjective now. Like, oh, COVID. Oh, my Amazon package is late. COVID. Oh, I can't go eat in the restaurant. COVID. You know, whatever. And, and it's like you kind of have to, you know, again, I, I'm not trying to be insensitive. You kind of got to laugh about it and, and understand that you can bring joy into every day. You have the power. And I didn't used to believe that, but I'm living proof of it now. Yeah, which brings up another point. We actually, even in uncertain times, can have very short-term goals because that is something that's a little bit more in our control. Maybe we can't control all of 2021, but if we decide to have some short-term goals, that can feel and that can bring some awareness and some peace in our lives and be able to actually accomplish something, even when it's hard, even when there's difficult things going around in this world, that we can do something and kind of take names while we're doing it. Right. And you and you got to really figure out too, like, I love that you said short-term goals, because I know a lot of people out there like to plan really huge you know, goals. And, and we're not suggesting don't have long-term goals and long-term success, but certainly in times where you don't really know what tomorrow, next week, next month they're going to bring. That's why we're cautioning against the long-term goals because you can get really worn down and stop looking for those small wins. But the thing is, rather than throwing your hands up, if you have these short-term wins and use them as stepping stones, then you can you can celebrate that and you can see your progress because if you're looking, you know, long-term way out, a lot of times that gets lost and you don't see the progress that you're making day to day. So you want to make sure that even minor progress is celebrated in these times and that you're really putting smaller benchmarks, which adding up will stack up into a much better thing in 2021 and beyond. And I think it's really important to be adaptable right now. We've learned such a good lesson in 2020, haven't we? That, you know, things will not always be as we expect them to be. Like, I don't know if there's any bigger lesson that any of us have learned over this past year, but that's something that we've really learned in 2020 and something that should definitely be carried over into 2021 because there's no greater power than being able to say, you know what, this isn't what I expected, but I still can carry on. Right. And it's all just, again, it's a shift in your mindset and a shift in your, like the environment and the people you're surrounding yourself with. I mean, you got to be willing to roll with the punches. And gosh, like Meg just said, 2020, geez. I mean, how many punches could be thrown at us? But you still got to be able to adapt, change, and grow. And I don't know about y'all, but when 2020 started, I was like, I don't know how I'm going to handle this for even, you know, a week. Like I was homeschooling our daughter for a week and I was like, I, I just can't do it. I, I I can't. But then like over time, I was like, okay, this is the new reality. I was realistic about it. I, you know, I understood it. And I think even you'd say this too, Meg, like having our kids home more was actually pretty nice. Like, I mean, after we got through the initial, I'm not saying the homeschooling was fun, but like going outside every day at like three and going for our family walks and just hanging out outside, playing, laughing with our kids getting time that like we never really had was kind of nice. And when it came to an end, like when our kids started going back to school, I mean, I'm be real. It was a little sad. It was a little sad, but like that being that being adaptable really made that possible because again, if we were in that victim mindset, we would have been sitting there saying, well, this just sucks. And, the, and it does suck by the way, but this just sucks. But you know, that doesn't mean that we have to show up each day thinking that in our mind and taking that into everything that we do. And and again, right with that, 
is planning for things that are going to happen. Planning for imperfection. Backup plans, baby. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because I always say if your goal is perfect, you're going to fail. I mean, if your goal is literally to hit perfection, you're going to fail. And we all know, y'all, like going going into going into 2021, there's still going to be things coming up. They're talking about potential lockdowns, whatever. We don't know. The fact is, we do not know. And I don't think any of us would be surprised about anything that happened, by the way. So you got to you gotta think about that when you're setting forward your goals and, and plan for the things and obstacles that are going to be in your way. So I, I often think about like, okay, so this is the task that I'm working on, whether it's a year, whether it's a project I'm working on, whatever it is. These are the obstacles I'm going to face. These are the potential things. And you don't know all of them. You certainly don't. But you do know like some things are going to happen. So if then... If then statements, if this happens, then this is what I'm going to do. If this happens, then this is what I'm going to do. And sometimes just that adaptability has to be there too. But if you have a plan for what you're going to do when you get punched in the mouth, great. Then you're not going to just give up because if you give yourself the chance to figure it out in the stress of the moment, you might not make the right decision. But if you already have a plan for like, okay, cool. All right. We knew something like this might happen. So this is what we're going to do. This is how we're going to show up. This is how we're going to continue one step at a time. Then you get through it again, one step at a time. Yeah, it almost trains your brain to be like, okay, yeah. I mean, obviously, I didn't expect this exact scenario to happen. But because I knew that something could happen, now I have the skills. Now I understand how to move forward and move past this. And I think that sometimes you might be hearing or say this and be like, well, they're just planning to fail. No, we're not planning to fail. What we're saying is you might have things pop up that should be addressed because in panic mode, you're not going to be wise. In panic mode, you might make some dumb decisions. But when you have already thought things through, it makes those things that pop up a lot easier to swallow and you have a better strategy about how to move forward. Yeah, and I think important too is, and we do this with each other, but it's really important to do with yourself, is doing regular check-ins with yourself. Not only like with your goals, but just you and how you're feeling. Because I know for me, like when this all started happening, I was worried about, I was worried about you. I was worried about the kids and how they were feeling. I was worried about our employees and how they were feeling. I was worried about like what we were going to do in a much grander scale. But then I found myself so stressed out and I was just like, what's going on? And so I did this, I did the strategy and it, and it totally works. You just, you do regular check-ins with yourself and maybe that comes in the form of journaling. Maybe that comes in the form of just sitting and thinking. Or maybe that just comes in the form of taking some time for yourself for some self-care. But you got to schedule regular times to check in. Otherwise, you find yourself down the road, three months down the road, and you're just like literally paddling with your arms trying to keep your head above water and feeling stressed and overwhelmed and busy because we're all so good at being busy. And then you wonder why you're stressed or unhappy or why things aren't going your way. Those regular check-ins can be literally the golden ticket for figuring that out. And I love that you took that in the self-care direction because when I was thinking that through, my brain went to like the goals, like have I met this goal? But it's so much more than just like, am I making progress on my goals? Because like you said, if you're burned out, if you feel stressed to the max, then what are like your goals aren't going to be met because you need to take care of you first. And we've talked a lot about 2020 so far and a lot of the you know, a lot of the negative things. And, but I think like I was talking about with our kids, like there's, a, there's some positive things too that happened in 2020. 
And you need to take all that good into 2021. Try not to carry all the past, the baggage of 2020 into the new year. And, and by that regard, I totally get it. I get people wanting to get to 2021 for that. Because then they want to like be able to leave the past behind. I'd argue you could do that at any time, just to be real. But take the good into into 2021. I mean, one of the things for me is 2020 really helped me realize what I really needed, like actually needed in my life and what was actually important in my life. Because there was a lot of things that we just threw to the wayside that we used to do that we no longer had to do. (laughs) I say had to do because some of it was a blessing that we didn't have to do it. But a lot of times busyness gets in the way. It just does. We're really good, all of us, at being busy all the time. But the reality is we're putting that on ourselves. We talked about that a little bit in our holiday episode, but you are really, you're the, you're the planner of your own life. Yeah, things will come into play, but most of the time you are the planner of your own life. So if you're busy all the time, where do your goals go? Where do your where does your where does your mindset go? You're constantly rattled. You're constantly don't know what to do. And so for me, like in 2020, the busyness, a lot of it, and especially initially, was just taken away. And it allowed me to discover what really meant something to me. Mm-hmm. And as you're talking that talking about all this, I'm thinking about like how many families learned this very lesson during this year. Like when the ballet and the gymnastics and all those things, you know, temporarily went away, how much more people were enjoying just being together. Like when you're not rushing from here, there and everywhere and losing your mind doing it to get your kids to 16 different activities a day, then what was that all was stripped away and you were able to actually have dinners together as a family or enjoy listening to your kids instead of rushing them around the door all the time. Like, I think that that was just such a wake up call for so many families, ours included, but especially those families that just really have all the activities and all the plans, just getting to getting them to slow down was just really, truly a blessing for many, many people. And I just think about it, it really resonated with me when I was listening to Trent Shelton's podcast recently. And he was just talking about, like, if you woke up tomorrow, because a lot of us can think so many things are important. But he's like, if you woke up tomorrow, and whatever this is, whatever this thing that you're spending all of your time with, spending your time being busy with, if it was gone, would you be heartbroken? And what would those things be like if you were heartbroken? He used like Instagram because he was on Instagram a lot. He used that as, a, as something like if that was gone tomorrow, you know, would you be heartbroken? I think 2020 made us realize like a lot of things we were clinging to, we wouldn't be heartbroken. Matter of fact, when they were gone and we couldn't do them anymore, they weren't even missed. They might have been missed for a moment, but really it's 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 identifying what's most important and then carrying that with you into 2021. And the next thing might not be popular, but it's avoiding this herd mentality. We just did an episode, episode 98 of our podcast, where I talked about not acting like a sheep, not just following the herd and following what everyone else has to say and having your own thoughts. Because I know for me, the news I found out was toxic. I, I just, I cannot watch the news anymore. I got so into it because I, I honestly believed, and, and I, as I'm thinking through it, I think I thought it was like my civic duty or something, as silly as that sounds, to be informed, to know what's going on, to understand what's going on. But for me personally, I, I found that it, it's very toxic and I've essentially cut off watching the news at all. And I've really stayed off of 
like certain social media platforms that's that are talking about it because I understood that it's it's changing it's changing how I'm thinking and believing about certain things and it's really just all based on someone else's opinion and someone else's perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for me I flat out turned off the news. I just did. Yeah, it's it's all uh it's all Christmas movies over here right now and even after Christmas goes away I think that we'll still be ready to keep the news off and think happier thoughts. And it's not like we're not understanding what goes on in the world. It's just that watching the news you know, the five o'clock, the six o'clock news, whatever, the morning news, all of that is just so draining on our souls. And so for us, there's other ways to get news, to be informed, to not be like a, you know, worldly moron <laughs> that don't include just sitting and consuming, consuming, consuming and feeling terrible about it while we do it. Right. And you got to watch your environment closely too, because it goes beyond the news. It goes beyond social media. It could be your friend group. It could be your family, you know, I, I don't know what it is. And, and I had to be reminded of this by you, Meg, because like when we were like when all different things in the news were going on, like I found myself talking about it constantly. And eventually mm-hmm. Meg just kind of shut off. She's like, uh, yeah, like she just wouldn't say a thing. Like when things like in the news started coming up and we'd talk about it, like with family or friends, Meg would just go blank. She was just like, I can't. I, I just I just can't. Anymore. I literally like stopped talking during the middle of our meal with my dad. Brennan, me and my dad all went out to lunch one day and I was like, just not having it. And my dad looks at Brandon like, what is she doing? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, she doesn't talk about the news anymore. And they're like, oh, I mean, my dad's like, oh yeah, okay, I gotcha. So we totally flipped gears and they had to move on because I was just not going to have it. I was so done with talking about it and talking about all the same things over and over and over. I was like, I refuse to have this conversation again. I will not. Right. And it's really just like focusing on the negativity because like when you're talking about the news, just think about any of the conversations you've had recently and audit those in your mind right now on when you're talking about the news. How many of those are positive? Like how many things that you've been talking about recently that have been happening are positive? Better yet, not even take the news out of it. How many conversations have you had with friends, family that are positive? Because that's a big one right there. Because if you surround yourself with that negativity, I mean, you're trying to continue on a path where it's going to be easier, where it's going to be better in 2021. That bad stuff whispering in your ear, constantly being in your environment is not going to help you get to where you want to be. And that's just real talk right there. Yeah, you are not going to have a productive and goal setting, goal meeting year in 2021 if all you're doing is focusing on the negative because it holds you back. It keeps you down and there is no way forward if all you can do is sit in that negative mind space. And I've, I've, I've literally been paying attention probably in the last two months of the conversations I'm having, the conversations with people, the things I hear, the things I take in. If there's so much negative, y'all. Like it, it just is. I'm just being real. Like this world is so freaking negative. Mm-hmm. I actually made you remember before our work Christmas party. I asked you to just make sure that we were both keeping each other accountable to have con- like positive conversations and not let negativity and just the world just kind of overshadow our fun time. And we did it. We did not speak negatively. We did not have any sort of bad mojo <laughs> bad anything in our conversations that night right and, and you're totally right for doing that because you think about it and some of y'all might think about this too but y- you're you're responsible for how you show up 
And so not only for you, but like the people that you interact with, I get that's like really deep, but like how you carry yourself into a conversation, like by me and Meg modeling and being positive, it didn't pull other people into negativity. It made other people be positive or it certainly made them, you know, not go to a negative place. If you try to bring more positivity, that's what a lot of people will follow. Like they will, they will pick up on that. They will pick up on your joy, whether you say words or not, because you can just tell and then they'll be more positive in turn. And one of the things that goes right along with that, because if we know that most people are negative, we need to bring more positivity. When you come up with your goals for 2021, which if you haven't yet, you should be doing that right now. I mean, like when you finish this podcast, start writing down your goals and more importantly than writing them, sharing your goals and speaking them out into the world. Yeah. There are so many studies that show that if you share what you're doing and trying to accomplish, you're more likely to achieve it. And we've seen that time and time again with each other. Like even something as simple as going on a run, like a a one day goal. If I just like say it to myself, I might skip it. If I tell Brandon in the morning, I'm going on a run, then He's kind of like, okay, well, yeah, when are you going on that run again? And I'm like, oh, yeah, I got to go. See you later. And I go. Even something as small as that and as insignificant seeming as that can just be what you need. Like whether it's I want to exercise today or if it's I want to lose 30 pounds in a year or no matter what what the goal is, whether it's business or health or anything, family, if you speak those, you are so much more likely to actually accomplish them. And I've even heard of people posting them, like posting them in their office, posting them in their house. Then if someone's like over your house or in your office and they're looking at those goals and you haven't accomplished them, like you're you're accountable to that because you like you don't want someone to look and be like, oh, Brandon, you said you were going to run every day, and uh, you know I've never, I've seen, never you seen you run once. And it's like speaking it out there, as silly as it sounds, or just telling other people to check in with you and be accountable. And and it doesn't even have to be in a negative way. And honestly, I believe that you share goals and the bigger goals that you share, you actually like encourage other people to come up with goals themselves Mm -hmm. because you're like, wow, Megan's trying to do all these things. I better step my game up because like, I'm, I'm thinking too small. Like I need to think bigger for 2021. And so sharing those goals, putting out some positivity with people and then encouraging other people as well like find an accountability buddy and if it's not accountability buddy just find someone who you can just tell and if you have no one to tell go on to social media right now go to at the fools in love on instagram dm us and tell us your goals and we'll you know we'll encourage you as well and guys we really hope that you have taken if nothing else from this episode that you have taken the thought that 2021 is not a loss before it even starts okay it is not go out there smash your goals, make it a killer year as best you can. And if it and if it doesn't turn out the way that you thought it would, that's okay because there's always a new, a new tomorrow. Hey, B, what did you think of that episode? I think it was pretty dang good. Well, what should someone do if they enjoyed these last 30 minutes? They should probably head over and leave us a review so we can reach more people. They definitely should. Guys, if you like the Fools in Love podcast, please go follow us over on Instagram at Fools in Love podcast. We'd love to connect with you and learn more about what you'd like to hear. 